0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the second episode of the second season of the Boys Lunch Table
1: Podcast. And today we have Kenny, Kalichi, Daniel, and Alec along with me. And we're going to have a new scenario, and new episode idea for this episode. We're going to be incorporating uh, Marvel's show, What If? And also create our own what-if scenarios about the Joker. So without you, yeah. let's start with... Uh, Belichie. All right then. So, <clears throat> my Joker story starts. <clears throat> Jay's father. Well, well for all and purposes, I'll just call my Joker Jay. It's not his actual name. It's a. It's a. It's a, a, a made-up name. But when I say Jay, that's Joker. So, Jay's father is a security guard who recently lost his job working at lex court Tower due to a connection between Lex Luthor and Undergone Spanish gang. Black Mask, being a secret partner of Lex, decides to hire most of the men lost through to the temporary shutdown of LexCorp and bring him over to Gotham City as extra manpower due to rumors of a man in all black beating up all the current ones. So, Jay's family moves over to Gotham and, and his father continues to work as a, as a security guard. One night, while at work, Batman pays Jay's father a, 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 little, a little visit, just a little visit that Batman does, and he visually beats up him and all the men working there. Now, Jay, days go by and Jay's father is still in the hospital recovering as Batman put him into a coma and he does not seem to be waking up anytime soon. Angry angry, and seeking revenge, Jay starts to investigate Batman and connects sighting of him to warehouses owned by a mysterious businessman, who is Black Mask, I go as an alias. So, he learned of an old factory building that was owned by Black Mask and, he see, and it seems to be where Batman would hit next. So later that night, Jay would appear at the warehouse to see Batman fighting a bunch of men and guards in the front door. While scouting, Jay notices that some of the men will take a, a weird valve filled with green liquid and eject it into the neck to power that boost them up and continue fighting Batman. Jay, all concerned with that and still fueled with anger, charges in and challenges Batman. Although Batman makes a quick work of him, Jay is solid quickly. Batman heads inside the warehouse and sees giant, multiple giant tanks full of green liquid and there he confronts Black Mask. Black Mask tells him that Bane, a Spanish, a Spanish gang leader, had been making his own Bane venom that he'd been using to power him up. And Black Mask and Lex Luthor saw that and realized that is a good idea and thought and sought to create their own in America, Gotham City and Metropolis. As Lex Luthor got taken care of, Black Mask the only one left. Jay, waking up from the beating Batman gave him, runs into the warehouse following Batman, but while running in, lights up various parts of the warehouse on fire as a last resort in case he can't take care of Batman himself. Black Mask notices all the smoke and he hightails it. But before Batman can chase, Jay shows up, and shows up in front of Batman holding one of the valves He injects that into himself and fights Batman once again. Losing, again, cause of Batman. Batman leaves and Jay falls into one of the giant tanks. Thinking he will die, Jay passes out and sinks to the bottom but wakes up outside of a sewage pipe. Confused and lost, he looks back to see large large smokes of black cloud. He looks at a glass next to him and notes that his eyes are glowing a bright, vibrant green. Confused, he continues on jay also seems to have he seems that some part of his memory is been missing and that somebody something with his mind isn't it's not light enough not adding up and as days go by months go by for people who don't know bane venom is a highly addictive drug. bane himself is highly addicted to it so when jay got it it didn't seem to it did seem to get him addicted as black man's version of the venom could be a little different but his mind did seems to be deteriorating, and, and every passing day, his sanity was slowly going away. To a point where he was, he was admitted into Arkham Asylum for the criminally insane, where he would meet Harley Quinn, and these two will get a relationship unlike any, unlike never seen before. Now, while at Arkham, he convinces Harley Quinn to go out and get some more black math venom for him. As he, when he gets that, he takes some more, and then he realizes that. All the voices in the head, all the noise, all the all the sound it had seemed to disappear the moment he took the venom, and all that was left was one evil, ruthless, menacing voice. And Jay liked that voice, so he took more of the Bane venom, he reverse engineered it, and then recreated his own Joker venom. He used that Joker venom to inject all the uh, not all, but a large amount of the inmates with him, and used that as. And use that as a distraction for him and Harley Quinn to escape. Now, Joker back into Gotham become the head, the ringleader of the largest manufacturer of Joker Venom in Gotham. And he goes by the name Red Hood. But Joker is Jay is Jay is still angry. He's still not he's still not consent. He's still not content. Batman is still out there. Batman put his father in a in a in a coma. He still has a hatred for Batman so what his plan is how can i make batman's life a living hell he notices batman has a robin and he's like i see that robin so he kidnaps robin beats him senseless with a crowbar, injects him with joker venom and finally blows up the warehouse he was kept in and thus joker and batman continue he would also change the name to joker from red hood but yeah and the joker that robin he would have killed would have been jason todd who would have come back as red hood and if you know dc you know dc but yeah that's my joking if you Dang. know you
0: know <laughs> i
1: mean if, if, if you know red hood because the red hood story is joker kills him so my joker kills him same thing and then batman and joker do the whole you know cat and mouse chase and everything my joker he doesn't want to kill batman he wants to make batman's life a living hell so he won't kill batman but he's also kind of insane the less joker venom he takes the more insane he gets
0: but yeah that's my joker Nice. nice. nice,
2: Dang, that's pretty sick, my guy.
0: Yeah. So, um, I guess uh <laughs> next up is me. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so my story begins 20 years ago when an intergalactic demon named Trigon impregnates a human woman. She gives birth to a small baby girl, and Trigon... Knowing that this will be his ticket into the human world lets it fester. He watches from another dimension for the day he can use her as a vessel to get to Earth and take it over. So the mother, knowing that this baby is the spawn of a demon, not particularly wanting to deal with all of that, gives her up to an orphanage. However, as she grows up, she discovers that she has some strange abilities. She's able to move things, she's able to cast shadows and cause nightmares. Her powers seem to come from darkness, as when she uses them, she gets consumed with shadows. Over time, the orphanage doesn't really want to deal with her, so they cast her out onto the streets. There, she begs for food, and one day, she goes to steal something. And right as she's about to get out of the store, a hand grabs her arm. She looks over and she sees a young boy. Who says, you're not going to steal that, are you? She looks at him and scowls and says, what do you care? So he takes her outside, not telling the shop owner that she's stolen some candy. And he brings her into an alley and says, you know, if you want something like that, why don't you just ask for it? She says, I don't have anyone to ask, like anyone to ask for. Like, I don't have a mother. I don't have any guardians. The boy turns to her and says, Well, next time you want something to eat, just come find me. I live right over there. And he points to a a decrepit old house. She says, Okay, what's your name? And he says, Oh, I'm Dick Grayson. So years go by, and Dick and the girl become really good friends. They meet up regularly, they go out, and eventually she's able to get a job and a house, and everything's great. Until one day... A sorcerer by the name of Dr. Fate gets a mysterious dream. In that dream he foresees the end of the world from a demon named Trigon and he sees a young woman who's the vessel to allow him into the human world. Dr. Fate is obviously freaked out by this but he knows that the only thing to do is to get rid of the girl. So he goes to his fellow superheroes the Justice League and he tells them that there's a young girl out there that needs to be dealt with. All of them are hesitant, of course, but the last sighting of the girl, who had been moving from place to place hopping jobs, was Metropolis. Superman, obviously the guardian of that city, says, I'll deal with her. Now, Superman in this dimension is a little different. He's not necessarily going to be the guy that is going to throw everyone in jail untouched with just a little bit of damage. He's willing to kill if, it's, if it comes down to it. So Superman ends up patrolling the streets looking specifically for her. And one night, as she's out, he finds her. Now the media has been tracking Superman as well, saying that his behavior's changed a little bit. So when Superman confronts the girl and he sees her, he says, Oh, you're the one I've been looking for. The girl's obviously confused and she's like, Me? Superman flies close. And he says, look, I'm sorry I have to do this, but it's for the greater good. And he reaches out for her. She's scared. She takes a step back and she says, don't come any closer. Superman flies closer, thinking that he's invincible. And he says, I'm sorry, it's the only way. And right as he reaches out, a giant shadow casts up from the ground, impaling Superman. He's hung up on the streetlight by a giant hand of pure blackness. And the whole media who shone lights on this sees Superman die in front of the world. The girl, petrified, runs away into the night. Over the next few years, several different superheroes come after her. She becomes threat number one on the entire planet. One by one, she's taking them out. Green Arrow comes, trying to snipe her but her shadow deflects it right back at him, impaling him through the head. Black Canary tries to surprise her and tries to break her eardrums with a scream, but the shadow muffles her voice and causes her to implode. The Flash tries to outrun her, but her powers cast a powerful nightmare upon him, causing him to be completely still as she's able to run and finish him off. All this time... Batman, who has put away all of the bad guys in Gotham, except for a few, but the bad ones are out of the way, starts noticing that things are getting real problematic, so he starts doing research, and, uh, you know, he's like, I gotta take out this person, like, what are they doing? They're killing the whole Justice League, but (laughs) his own Robin, who's Nightwing at this point, finds out, and knows that he can't let his old friend go on this way. So he finds her in the street one night and notices that she's become bitter and cold. Each superhero that she's taken out causing her to grow more distant and more powerful. He says, I'm, I'm so shocked. What, what have you done? I'm only defending myself, she says. So he finally walks closer and he says, Batman's coming for you. And you know he's not like the others. He doesn't just run up and fight you. He's going to learn everything about you until he could kill you very swiftly and efficiently. She nods and then she smiles and she says, is that how it's gonna be? So he nods and he says, "Yep, that's how it's gotta be. She says, fine, then you know what? I'm going to have to play a very different role. If Batman's going to treat me like the biggest villain in the world, then I'm going to be exactly who he put away into Arkham Asylum years ago. She puts her hands over her face, and shadows manifest like a giant smile and makeup coming off of her eyes. Her face goes completely white, and she says, From now on, you can call me the Joker. Wow.
1: Wow. Oh my damn! Gosh! On a killing spree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know she she she, she, could, she to defend herself. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. Defend.
2: tell call, call what you want. <laughs> Dang, man! That was that was a whole production, man. Dang! I, you, I like, man. I like that.
3: Yeah, what? that was a...
2: Great story, oh, Kenny. Yeah, I got it. You, you gotta be able to Kenny to, to follow you, that you're up gonna now. Gonna be able to follow this man? Probably
0: not. No. <laughs> oh man. Let's go, Kenny. Oh, no.
3: All right. So 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 my, so my Joker starts off. He he's in Metropolis. He's he's a little down on his luck. He's he's got no money. So he's so he's thinking of he's thinking of ways to get money. and He goes, you know what? I need to rob somewhere. I need to get money quick. He goes, you know what? Who's got money? Lex. Lex has got money somewhere. It's a big corporation. There's got to be something worth money there. So then, so then he he, he finds a way to break into, into LexCorp. But as he does, he sets because he, he's a rookie, right? He sets off an alarm. So in comes an early Superman. We're talking like this is his first week, kind of in, in the cape. So so Joker, thinking quick on his feet, goes, "If I start a fire, Superman will think that's what the alarm is for, and and he'll leave." So Joker quickly throws some chemicals on the ground and lights it. So Superman goes and sees the fire and quickly, without thinking, does his super breath to blow it out, not seeing Joker behind him. And Joker gets blown away and into a a vat of this toxic uh, kryptonite-like substance that's, that Lex was trying to make, that he was trying to tamper with. So as as the Joker falls into it and he comes out as the Joker... He, he, he has this hatred and this, this almost challenge for Superman. That he wants to take down the guy who, who created... Who caused him to have this this stuff on him. So then he starts to track Superman's flight pattern. Right? He starts to figure out where... He starts to figure out that Superman's Clark. But he realizes like he can't go after Superman right now. Because Superman would destroy him. Because he's, he's, he's top of his game. He's thinking, right? So he goes... Well, what if I, what if I make him off balance? What if I make him angry and not thinking clearly? So what he does, instead of going after Superman, he or or Superman or Clark, he goes after Lois. He starts sending her pictures of her walking, starts showing that he's stalking her, starts sending her dead birds, starts sending her pictures of her, starts messing with her head. Knowing that not only is it messing with Lois's head, but the real target is it's messing with, with, with Clark's head because Clark's going, I have to go after this person who's who's essentially hunting my girl and causing her all this grief. Yeah. So as as Superman finds out that it is Joker that's doing all this, right? He's angry. He's 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 ra- he's not ra- he's thinking rationally. He's it's early in his games. He's not thinking five steps ahead like he usually does. He he rushes in, but knowing, not knowing that when Joker fell into this toxic kryptonite, that he he admits now this kryptonite aura. Oh. So with with that and with the kryptonite f- knife he found at LexCorp. He quickly overpowers Superman... Because he's not thinking clearly... He's not, he's not being able to react... Because he's just single-minded... I gotta get this guy... Yeah. So in the end of this battle... S- Superman dies... He was, Joker was able to, to stab him with the kryptonite knife... And Superman dies... But the, the thing is... Joker doesn't feel fulfilled... He felt like... He was hyping this up in his mind... As this big challenge... This big challenge... And as it ends... He realizes it wasn't really a challenge... He's Now he's looking for this big challenge... So he goes on with his week doing other small stuff but not really finding a big challenge and then he sees on this news this other superhero this other superhero in this other town called Gotham and he realizes that that's his big challenge. So my story ends with him heading to Gotham to fight another superhero that he thinks would hopefully bring him a challenge.
2: Nice. Dang. Nice, man. I I I dropped my mic halfway through.
1: Two stories in a row (laughs) Superman gets bodied
0: <laughs> <Dude>. um, <laughs> well okay to be to be fair Kenny's has like uh, his the t- the chemical was like infused with kryptonite so it makes sense to me
1: okay yeah he kind of got a
2: Superman, off guard
0: and Superman is susceptible to magic so plus uh, in mine Raven is a bit different
2: yeah. I like the fact that uh, Superman was just like, uh oh, I accidentally pushed someone in. Whoops, my <laughs> mistake.
3: Because <laughs> okay, it's really his career. It's his first
2: week, right? He's like, oh, yeah. hope, he's, like, he's like, I hope nobody else saw that and just left.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, like,
2: he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, it's not my fault. I, I might have created one of the most like dangerous villains I'm, uh, Gotham will soon face. Uh, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah, how's he supposed <laughs> to know? <laughs> yeah, yeah exa- exactly. He's. He, that anyways, you know. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, I I guess it's my turn. Dang, okay. Okay, well, uh my Joker is somewhat similar to the original as far as physical characteristics. Um original as a, as in comic books, but I'll just start from the beginning. So, Gotham has not yet been riddled, no pun intended, with the plague of mass villainy quite yet. Batman has been doing a pretty good job with keeping evil at bay. So my story focuses around Dr. Crane, which is, if you're a DC fan, Batman fan, aka Scarecrow. And he's the main antagonist of Gotham at the moment, however, has not yet caught the guard or attention of the Batman. Famous for his use of fear as a weapon in the form of fear toxin, and not to mention his intelligence as a psychiatrist, sets the stage as to what is about to happen. So, Joker is a normal everyday guy living in Gotham, but has uncontrolled anxiety and is and is a patient of Dr. Crane. Instead of Harley Quinn being the one to tend for him, Scarecrow is the, in his professional attire um, as a psychiatrist, is, is helping the Joker deal with his ever-growing fear of, well, everything. Uh, paranoid day after day of living in Gotham, especially the fact that there is a cape crusader out in the city. Shockingly... Seeing Dr. Crane each week didn't make him feel better. Uh, um, all the, um, getting a few hints of advice and calming words did ease him at the moment, every every visit, but always felt worse after each visit. The sinister plot of Scarecrow found his first vessel to create the embodiment of fear using Joker. So. Each week, Scarecrow began using his fear toxin as an experiment on Joker, as a test subject, and as well just for his own fun to see what fear can really do, because I guess he could do that. So, um, filling the room each week with a bit more than last as to explain his ever-growing fears and to answer the question why isn't he getting better and only making it worse. So, having gained Scarecrow's trust as a psychiatrist and the only one in Gotham he could go to for help for that matter, decided one day to accept an experimental idea from the doctor to aid his, his anxiety. Scarecrow tricks him by injecting his ultimate fear gas in return of him saying, What would you say if I could, if I could take away all that fear? and make you all better. Joker agreeing, as it has become unbearable with his paranoia, immediately obliges and under Scarecrow's breath, utters, by making you fear itself, then proceeds to expose him to an extreme amount of toxin of which utterly corrupts his mind into one of Gotham's most dangerous and unpredictable villains it's ever known. Uh, copyright Kalichi from yesterday Uh, the thing with my (laughs) the thing with my Joker is that he doesn't see the world as everyone else does because of the fear toxin what we might see as let's say a flower I guess he will see as he will see that as a threat and do everything in his power to eliminate it out of fear it might get him first oh so letting Joker onto the streets after you know Scarecrow injects him with the fear toxin and creating this you know ultimate psychotic being commits his first atrocious crimes by seeing every innocent person in Gotham as something to fear and will eliminate and well just killing them and eliminating them. Uh, Batman gets wind of it and thus begins the famous rivalry of Batman and the Joker as Joker finds Batman the biggest threat to himself and wants nothing more to, nothing more than to be rid of him. As far as the name, um, like, how he ended up naming himself as Joker, one thing the Scarecrow always mentioned in their meetings and their, you know, visits to, you know, Joker coming up to him for a, you know, a session, it's that in their meetings that stuck with him, even though his, you know, he was still in his psychotic phase, is that he told him fear is nothing but something to laugh at, which is how he ends up getting his whole gimmick of, even though he's, you know, just... Far gone. That's one thing he's he remembered from the from his doctor's visits is that just to make everything a laughing matter. So that's why he starts laughing at pretty much everything, even though he's pretty much crippling inside. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. But I just wanted to cover like just a little bit more detail of you know what makes him different to the comic book version is. So my powers and weaknesses is that the fear toxin that Crane injected him gave him unnatural durability. So I'm not saying he's like Deadpool kind of level, but like of of regeneration. But if he were to get his legs broken or like injure himself badly, his body could recuperate. The toxin also grants him the ability to not feel physical pain. The thing you have to understand is that he was filled with so much fear toxin that he's like almost not afraid of anything quote unquote crazy if that makes sense for example like with his mind blinded and seeing the world differently in his eyes he was he won't hesitate to jump from great heights to get to his goal also the toxin just kind of did something with his body where he just can't feel anything the weaknesses is like my joker is kind of the weakest out of the bunch so far physically he's just a regular guy with just a hint of regeneration generation just to give him I'll, you know, I'll keep him alive a little bit longer. He can get punched once to the head by Batman and he's and he's out cold. Um he needs like just just straight up bop him and then he's done. <laughs> so he needs toxin also to live longer and as a calming agent he doesn't really need it anymore per se but it's almost like in use as like a pacifier for him and the last one of his weaknesses that he's constantly paranoid although the toxin has made him into like the psychotic killer we all know he is still constantly living in fear but has granted him the ability to like think outside the box which explains his multiple escapes and plans from the batman Fear can do, fear can make you do crazy things, and he's got a lot of it. So, that's my Joker.
0: Thick, bear, nice, nice on. I like nice I like on. how all like like in case people listening don't know, we didn't co- like collaborate with each other when we made each of our own stories. So I like that each of us went like almost a completely different route in terms of why our Joker is different from the status quo.
1: Right. Um, I also kind of like how like we kind of right paired up like Daniel and Kenny you guys kill Superman and then me and Alec we just take a a type of Drugs. venom take a drug and then that's where the insanity comes from I yeah, love
2: that that's true. yeah it, it's it's almost like it was unintentional but it's funny just how it worked out like that you know